سیزن وان چپتر وان پیتر ویکاپ دیر پیتر ایس سیکس ان هف ایت واز فرست یای فر یونیورسیتی باید پیتر هد نو اکسایتمنت میبی لک پیفتی پرسن آف پیپر این هیز ایج هی دیدن سیپ وینگ لاس نایت فکنگ آف امان هوز گان اوه بای هی وانه تو سی دیس افتر فیو مینیتز I slipped out of my bed, ready and packed for the Empire State University. Amme was down there, waiting for his nephew. After I finished my breakfast, my aunt may start talking. Oh, my dear son, do not be upset. After all, it is a new page in our life, and I'm really proud of you and show you Uncle Ben too. Peter could see the tears in her eyes, and her struggling not to show her grief. So I said, Thank you, Aunt May. The breakfast was really great. Exactly like your kisses. Dear son, try to concentrate on your lessons in class and make new good friends. And after the class is finished, come back home soon. I want you to tell me about all the adventures you're going to have there. Of course, Aunt May. Now I really have to go if I want to be a good on-time student. After kissing his aunt's face, He took a bus all the way to the campus, and thinking of how last page fly. It was like yesterday that Uncle Ben drove him to the gym and said, Hero, I'm gonna come back two hours later. But he didn't back. I couldn't even blame Flash Thompson and his friends. After all, it was me trying to show off in front of them. But not only Penny Parker said out of their mouth, but then they started saying Penny Parker won a lady. You know how it is, they always find something to say. He waited. Then, after he came back home, he saw all the police cars near the house. So he ran with a lot of confusion and anxiety. Officer, what are you doing here? Is everything right? Oh, you are Peter Parker? He never imagined it feels so bad when a cop knows your name. And... It was a weird sound in his tone that made him more anxious. There was a robbery informed in your house, and Peter nearly kissed the rest of it. Uh, unfortunately, he was armed, and your uncle has been shooted. But fortunately, he is alive, and he is in the hospital, and your aunt is with him now. Peter showed up like an oyster. The burglar ran away after shooting, and everything is unmitigated. Be sure you're gonna catch him. I didn't know how I got to the hospital. Peter? With all the speed I could run, I ran to my aunt and hugged her. The shock, the fear, and the trail of dry tears had made her feature really older than her age. How is he? Where is he? He is in the operating room and the doctor Brownwell is his operator. Two hours later, the doors opened, and Dr. Brownwell came out. Don't worry, both of you, he is alright, and the operation was successful. And lots of other things that wasn't more important than the last phrase to remember. The next morning, Peter and his aunt could see Uncle Ben, but not together. First, Aunt May went to the room, and after 30 minutes, she came out with a hopeful smile. This time was Peter's turn. Oh, look at this big hero. Hey, Iron Man, 
answered I after I went near and hugged him. After ten minutes of speaking and jokes of Peter to make his uncle happy, listen to me son, his tone turned serious. Then, no one can live forever, no one can stay in one place forever, Pete. I know son, you're gonna be a man that world had never seen. You're going to change the world and no one going to forget you. You are a felon, Pete, and you're gonna be more than a scientist. Thank you, Uncle Ben. And speaking of science, hero, his tone turned again. What kind of scientist are you without this? And then I got my microscope. Several aunt may insist on leaving home earlier than me. Thank you, thank you, Uncle Ben. I, I do know how to appreciate it. The next day he died because the bullet had rented one of his heart's capillary and caused thrombus, and the result was heart failure. Wake up, mister. Peter was alert now. He walked through the bus doors, and now Empire State University's gates was in front of him. Hi, bookworm. Come over here. Orange hair boy was standing near a boy and a girl inside the campus. Hi, everybody. So, you are Sun Scholarship Freshman. Hi, I'm Harry Osborne, and this gorgeous girl is Gordon Stacy. Hi, Mr. Parker, said she. He was right. The girl was immeasurably gorgeous, and with that black hemisphere on her head, she could really grab anyone. Silence. So I'd better smile and say, Okay, gents, it's time for classes now. She revived my thoughts into words. End of chapter one. Season 1, Chapter 2 Gwen All the way to the class, she was thinking of this boy named Peter Parker. He was totally surprised her. He was really different with the imagination of Midtown Sun Scholarship Boy, the way Midtown Sports Scholarship Boy described him. The only thing was identically resembled to that was his glasses. In the class, when we sat, I tried to presume him more. And the more I did, the more I could find differences. Ladies and gentlemen, hi, I'm Professor Warren, your chemistry teacher. Before we start our job, I want to tell you something. Tomorrow morning, because of your first appearance in Empire State University, your friend Mr. Osborne has invited us to his father's company. Lunch time came, and all the students were at the dining hall. You are talking about this scholarship boy too? Harry joined our table. We won it, but Gwen didn't show any interest. Martha doesn't know that I'm more curious than them, but I just can't give myself away. He's coming, said Harry. Peter looked hasty, as if he didn't know where he is. So then, Peter, come over, join us, said I. Hi, guys. Harry turned his head. Sit here, Pete. He did as he said. Well, 
Let's get better acquainted. Tell us about yourself. He starts talking and not a very happy talking. And after his biography finished, Oh, sorry Pete, it's really horrible. You know, Harry and I lose our moms too. Then I tried to change the object. I could see that Peter is still mournful for his uncle and angry too because that marriage is still fugitive. Well, Harry, tell us about tomorrow. You know this curiosity about superhuman experiment is going to kill me at the end. Don't be worried, blue eyes. You're going to see tomorrow how my father is going to fascinate all the bystanders. At the end of the classes, they deal to go to the coffee shop. So she asked Peter to go with them, but he turns her down. Then he tried to explain, but before he completes his word, Don't be worried, bookworm. You can always come later. So goodbye. He was joining us at the campus. Going good that Peter is blushing because the fascists will mock him in front of the assembly. But the matter that caught her in her own word was, Why didn't he respond to his ridiculer? And instead, with a smile and a noise that was really out of any crowd, said bye to everyone and left the campus. But sure, even Flash Thompson figured himself that Peter wanted to do something, but he didn't. When she got back home, she decides to study. I really don't know why the image of this boy is spinning around my brain every second I try to read the words. The phone ringed. Hi. Oh, look who called. How are you, Mr. Stacy? I'm fine too. Um, uh, okay, Dad. Don't worry. So, you have dinner out tonight again? Okay, sure. I love you too, Dad. Bye. Her father, George Stacy, was policy retired man, but he was giving God at the city's council and he was always out. I back to my room and tried to study again and again and again, but did not have any use and at last, okay, okay, you win, I surround, doing studying from tomorrow. Then she decides to take a shower. Ten minutes later, when she comes out from bathroom and get dressed, she opened the window. Wind was so strong that could haul her wet hairs around, but it could be useful to reverse a high bloodstream caused by unstoppable thinking of Peter Parker. End of season one.